It just takes time and, well, which I'm out of. And we are out of time because it is really late and we're tired and we're going to do this podcast and... This is, our late, this is our latest recording yet. We're recording this at midnight. It's literally midnight. We just finished the finale of The Masked Singer. What a trip. What a trip that was. Be sure to listen to our sister pod, Mask, please. <laughs> As of three weeks ago, I had never seen The Masked Singer, and now here I am watching, love it. <laughs> watching the entire two-hour finale. And you can't wait for Masked Dancer and to I start. And I can't wait. And what is now 10 days, because the clock days. has just struck midnight. And that could, I could talk about for hours how confused I am that Masked Dancer is even a thing, but we'll save that for another time. We're here to talk about The Bachelorette. We are here to talk about The Bachelorette. Because this is Batch Please. This is not Mask Please. You're correct. For now, it is Batch Please. And I'm Allison Gunnell. And I'm Evan Delaney. And we have a lot of thoughts. We have two episodes this week. Ooh, four hours to talk of, about. of content. So we've got a four hour pod. So we'll be finishing around 4 a.m. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the hens will be cock-a-doodle-doodling. Uh, the sun will come out by the time we finish this pod in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they're dueling because one sits on one farm and the other sits on the other. And they cock-a-doodle-duel. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, uh, oh, we're, we're going to wow, kind of okay. glaze quickly through the first night. First which night was, was unnecessary. Which was the mental, which we'll get to in a sec, but also... <clears throat> The um the Blake one on one, they do this weird like Reiki and Crystal Master lady coming in doing some chakras and yeah, which I think is really interesting because I've always wanted to do that like wanted to go to a Reiki session or something just to see if I feel anything from it. I don't know. I think yeah. I think things like that are really cool and I'm open to trying trying those kind of things to see. Yeah. I don't know. One thing I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I I don't know if I buy it as like a, I don't even know if I want to call it a science or like a methodology. But I've noticed it's more like a spiritual technique or tactic. Yeah, more than it is like a scientific. I one, think I, I buy into it a little more than I bought into the lie detector that they did earlier. Well, that's this a year. pretty low bar, but I would have to agree. The lie detector was like a week ago. But first I of all. I feel like Tasha like kind of buys into these apocryphal type of thing a little too much a little too where she is i don't know a li- I, I think she too much she buys into them but with that even aside i think there was no chance blake was getting and we anywhere all, with this date and like we all knew that yeah and there's she, no way i can't even believe he made it this far and she kind of saw it too and she's like i've got to tell him and he thought he was jiving with her oh he was like oh i'm so into this this is great like i'm so invested and he was like, we're really clicking this awesome. And she was like, so I'm not feeling it. They didn't even make it to the night part. No, no. She, she sent him home. Like, She's very emotional about sending him home. Though. Which really surprised me because honestly, I, I think what I think of why she was so emotional is because honestly, I think it was kind of an easy send home for her, but she knew it was going to be like the last easy send home. Well, it was hard for I, Yeah, I think she knew that it was it was going to hurt his feelings a little bit. I don't think she... Well, yeah. she actively does not want to hurt anyone's feelings no of course not one of the reasons why she's so great yeah but then i think she knew what was coming next which was riley right which was going to be people she really did have serious feelings for other so yeah i think that that's really why more why she was emotional yeah and and she pulls riley aside and i at this point when she says like i know what i have to do after blake yeah i thought she was gonna go on just like a john wick spree of just sending dudes home yeah so she just walks in and it's like, Riley, can we talk? And all the guys like, oh, no. And Riley was kind of like, oh, no. And 
I think we can all agree, Riley is a freaking stand-up dude. He, Riley's a damn catch. It took him, it took me a while to come on to Riley, and by by the end, and even after the mental, I was like, Riley's one of my favorite dudes this year. Riley is a just really really good dude. Yeah, like. I, I do think he still can come on a little strong sometimes. I think so, too. I think he can, too. But some, I think he's got a lot to offer. Yeah, he's got a lot to offer. He's, you know, very emotionally in tune with with himself. Absolutely. Um, he's not afraid to, you know, speak about the hardships in his life. Um, but he also, like, does little cute things. Like, when they did the contract for the boyfriend-girlfriend. Yes. Like, I thought that was nice. And I, I don't know. I, I'm going to miss him, and I don't want to see him on paradise because i think he's too good of a guy again i he will not go to i, I don't think, think there are just people that are like too good for yeah. some of these things and mm-hmm. i think he's too good for it and he's gonna find just a wonderful wonderful wife i think so too i absolutely think so too so blake's gone riley's gone we're down to six and no cocktail party nope um Tasha knows what she's back. doing bennett's officially back the guys are like what the heck what's going on Bennett's back for the rose ceremony. We start the rose ceremony, and I think as to be expected, both Bennett and Noah go home, leaving us with our final four. Yeah, yeah. And you called the final four last week. Yep. And I, I knew it was gonna be that. I just like wanted to You wanted to, it to be Riley too. I wanted to speak into fruition that Riley was gonna be in there instead to manifest of manifest it, yeah. Yes, yes. Um obviously it didn't happen, but Bennett and Noah go home as well. We're not super surprised by that. But it was weird that she brought Bennett back just for that purpose. Why do you think that was? I think that him going through the effort to come back and like tell her all these things, I think she felt she would have felt worse immediately sending him home and wanted to at least maybe think on it, sleep on it, kind of see where her heart was at. And then by the time the rose ceremony happened the next day, she knew she wasn't going to get there. I think it was a waste of everyone's time. I think it was stupid. She, it was stupid. She knew that the connections she had with the final four were way stronger than anyone else. I mean, if freaking Riley sure. didn't last longer than Bennett, technically. For real, for real. The reason why he was there was because of a producer thing where they wanted him to be there for the drama factor yeah so that him and Noah would be sent home together which is like kind of poetic in a way yeah <laughs> and i think that's what it really comes down to i think bennett is gonna be a star in this a stud a in king this, this is not the end of bennett there's no freaking way this is the end of bennett no honestly like, how funny would bennett be as a bachelor like as oh the bachelor God. it would be ridiculous it would be cringy in like a good it way. Would. In a good way. Whatever he says too, because if you watch his Instagram stories, he claims he wouldn't go to paradise. He's going to paradise. No, no, they're gonna sweeten that deal for him, no doubt. Um, this kind of leads us nicely into into the mental wall because the Noah Bennett drama was kind of a centerpiece of of the mental wall for a while. Yeah, and what's interesting is some guys kind of taking sides a little bit here and there. Jason. I still have a lot of love for Jason. He's going to be in paradise. Yeah, I have a lot of love for Jason. Was coming out in defense of Bennett. Yeah. Saying, look, like he was literally respectful the entire time. Like yeah. never did I feel as though he talked down to me. And he was out there defending Bennett while there were some others who were more on team Noah. Even Blake, Blake well, was kind of like, look, I like you, Bennett, personally, but I witnessed you kind of talk a little bit down to people sometimes. And Damar said that too, especially yeah. with the fact that like it's kind of younger people that he 
that he directs that condescen- condescension to. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I just happened to see on Twitter that Ivan came out on Noah's side. I saw that too. Which was, I mean, I'm going to take Ivan's word more than probably anyone. I know, the problem is, I know house. I trust Ivan, but I want Bennett to. Honestly, I think I'm on neither of their side. Yeah. I think they both acted immature and it was stupid. And yeah. that's kind of my thought. Um, speaking of immature and oh, stupid, God, let's just give it like 30 seconds. Yeah. Maybe even less than that. We'll just leave it at. Yosef is a trash ball. Yeah, I don't want to give this any of my energy, but Yosef sucks. He stood by his comments that he made the first time. He stood by the blatant disrespect he had for Claire. He still thinks he was in the right. He did not apologize. The, the worst part was when he said that he would hope that someone would say the same thing to his daughter. And at that point, Chris Harrison's like, <sighs> Chris Dude. Harrison tried to step into and say, like, I'm going to give you a chance here to, like, really come out and redeem yourself. Like, do you want to say anything? Do you want to apologize for anything? And he was like, nah, I'm good. And yeah. all, I mean, all of the guys were against, against yeah. him and it was ridiculous. I don't even know why he came. I think it was stupid. I don't know either. I, I will say though, despite him showing up and even despite some of the, the snafu between Bennett and Noah. He's a weak ass mental. Yeah. Well, I think it was, but I also think like the guys generally liked each other for the most part. They yeah. seemed to get along well with each other. I agree. They liked each and other liked and they liked Tasha, and there wasn't like a lot of super hard feelings there. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I don't know. But it was a pretty boring mental all. Yeah. Like, there I, was really not much going on there. Usually this is kind of the last ditch effort for people to get sort of paradise points. And yeah. And kind of come out and, and be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm interesting and sexy and fun. I can make it to the beach. Um, I bet we see both Bennett and Noah in paradise. And I bet we also see Blake in paradise. Yeah. For sure. I also think Jason kind of... Oh, yeah. I think Jason could because I think he's interested in the format and he's interested in the show, but he was too far into the Claire feelings that mm-hmm. he couldn't get it right for Tasha. But by next summer, I mean, ready to rock and roll. Yeah. No, I think I think Riley's too good for it. Right. I don't think Riley will do it. I think... Uh, I could see Damar there. I really like Damar. Maybe Damar, yeah. The more yeah. Damar spoke, I was like, I like this guy. I could see Damar doing it. Um... I think Kenny would want to do it, but he's not going to... I don't think he should go. I don't think... He's kind of weird to me. Oh, at one point, God, someone called him like a wannabe One Direction <laughs> something. Oh, it was so funny, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something about One Direction, and we are also a One Direction fan podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just go... That, that's it for the first night. Yeah, nothing really that was else really it. There. Nothing really. We finally found out how hometowns are going to work. Or worked. Wild. So all of the families that or all of the members of the family that were comfortable and that could come or whatever came to the resort, the La Quinta, where yeah. we continue our journey and had to quarantine there before they were able to see, which is interesting to me because how long did they quarantine? They didn't know the final like Well also, how long did Chris Harrison quarantine when he came back from schlepping his kid off to college yeah good question well because like the families had a quarantine i assume for two weeks until they got a positive test but like they didn't know so was there two full weeks in between right was like them deciding was the like final noah's four? family there just right. in case that's what i'm wondering interesting interesting like i would love to know was ed's family there no way was even ed's family has to know i could that see ed, ed being on paradise too by the way oh god yeah but he would be so annoying on paradise but anyway, so how they did hometowns was all the families came there and they had all of the top or the final four guys kind of create a date that would be like their hometown. With apparently 
almost a $10 budget. Like it was shoestring, a shoestring gift. And I appreciate the effort, but it was just not, it was just like not it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this whole thing has been such a struggle. And like, I obviously am glad that we got new content, but having the whole season in one resort is just a disaster. Like, yeah, it's, it's bad. I hopefully like this was kind of a pilot run and they, they optimized some things in Matt's season. Cause it's also in one location. I'm pretty sure it's not the La Quinta though. Some different hotel. Yeah. Um, so Brendan's was first and I actually don't remember where his hometown was. I like couldn't hear it and I just didn't rewind it. I have no I idea actually. I think he's from like Long Island or something. Oh. A, because he sounds like Christopher Walken when he talks. That's that's true. Um, so I think the biggest like hook for him was he brought his niece, Aaliyah. Yeah, I brought his niece and he did kind of a little fair thing and he said like fairs are a big thing in his town and they mm-hmm. had little festival games and stuff which was cute um and i have to say like it must just be so effing hot oh everyone because all besides of them Tasha who was... has some insane like makeup that's not like yeah that's sweat resistant these dudes are literally sweating through all of their clothes even inside. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. It must be a billion degrees I would everywhere say they Brendan go. Brendan probably did the best with the sweat, though. Like I don't think you he think? sweat as much. Yeah, but one thing I do want to say is I think bringing in like a kid that you're related to or a kid that's special to you that's actually not your kid is one of the best a gold mine. Is one of the best moves that you can make on this show. Kids and puppies really right. sell it, but especially a kid because they're all the big thing is like, I want to have a family. Exactly. And seeing how Brennan interacted with his niece was so cute. It was so heartwarming. And honestly, I love Brennan. I, I really like Brendan after this. Me too. And I think he's just a gentle heart. He's so sweet. And he's also someone I don't want to go to paradise because I no, I think no. he's like too, too good inside. I will argue that I think this is the best top four of all time. Where really? like. Yes, because there's always a top four where there's one or two like duds or you're like, oh my God, you're not going to pick them. I mean, she literally could have gone with any of the top four guys and I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like any of the four. Yeah. Because I think they're all amazing dudes. I think they're all very mature. I think they all have a good grasp on reality and Mm -hmm. like their lives and what they want. And I feel like she could have legitimately ended up with any of these four and it would have been great. Yeah, I agree. Which Um, makes her decision insanely hard i don't want to be in her shoes no i would hate to be in tasha's shoes i feel like at this point in the game it's usually so insanely obvious of who is going to be the final one and it has not been that obvious no i think the final four was pretty clear but that's about as far as it gets yeah um so brendan brought in his brother sister-in-law and obviously the niece yep I don't think they were really interrogating Tasha too hard. The sister-in-law kind of came on a little strong. Yeah, but I feel like then she kind of backed down and she was like super... Well, I think in- she came in like locked and loaded with de- wanting to defend Brendan for having a divorce, but then Tasha also like, had nah, one. like, nah, girl, it's cool. I also so had a like, divorce. Yeah. So I think that, I think that too is benefit or like good, good for them in terms of like they can bond over that and have that shared experience. Yes, I agree. Um... So I think overall, it went well. Overall, it went really well. Obviously well enough to get a rose. Yep, Tasha was impressed. She is a big Brendan fan. And after this week, I can definitely see Brendan being her pick. Yeah. I so, could definitely see Brendan being her pick. There, 
there were two people that she gave like jump hugs and kisses to when they first saw mm-hmm. each other and it was zach and ben the jump hug and kiss you would think it's a lock it yeah didn't happen with and brendan I, I did think didn't happen that zach and ben were gonna be the final two so now i'm all sorts of confused well at least one but, of them might be Moving into the second date, which was Zach. This is the sweatiest date. This oh my god, poor Zach was sweating so hard. So this was like an NYC date. Um, so they did like a little practice hailing cab thing, a little bagel bar, like some pizza. I have a beef with the bagel bar. Tell me about it. There was no like good cream cheese spread. Yeah, and, and I wanted him thing. to say schmear, and why didn't he? I want to say schmear. Right. Get like a a, a scallion schmear, which oh, is the yeah. best. Which is a lox bagel. Yeah. A lox bagel. Some capers on it. Absolutely, with some capers on it. Like, or even a rainbow bagel, because those are super trendy. And in she NYC. was like, oh, and on the blueberries. Which and I love blueberries, but like, okay, that's, I never think of blueberry. Yes, you love blueberries, bagels and we all are into blueberries. But it's not a blueberry bagel that I have a problem with. It's that she put blueberry in the cream cheese on the bagel that I have a problem with. It wasn't a blueberry bagel. Like that's weird. I don't know. I, I think I'm I'm okay with that. I just no. think having the blueberry bagel was strange to me. But either way, like up until now, we, you and I both were kind of like, why is Zach like making it so far? And After now this, I'm I like, think he's oh win. shit! Like I think she he's is win. so into Zach. She she acts, strong vibes. She acts she acts different, different around, around him. Yes, than everyone else. To me, she acts like he's already her boyfriend, like yes. her exclusive boyfriend. Yeah. More than she does with the others. The others are still kind of like, oh, I'm getting to know you. And with Zach, it literally feels like they have been together for a long time. Yeah. So he brought his mom, his dad, and his brother, all of whom looked like they could have been his parents. Like his brother looked really old. Correct. He did. <laughs> which like Zach's 36, which isn't old, but in Bachelor world, it kind of is. Yeah, it is. In right? Bachelor world, it is. Um, but again, they brought him in for Claire who was 39 true, true. so that's interesting as well um i think what was i i love the talk with zach's dad he was a very rosy red oh my gosh so very sweaty so rosy so sweaty um, looks like he only came there because someone told him that he could play golf there absolutely yeah um and it was but, funny how the mom just like really wanted to meet chris harrison right yeah and then they brought chris fans. harrison in that was so funny um, they watched Tayshawn Paradise. She was like, oh, no. Um, what I liked was how the dad was so happy that Zach was happy. Yeah, I like that. That said a that lot. Nice. That said a lot I feel me. like a lot of times, especially when it's the Bachelorette and the, the guys are at home with their dads, their dads are, like, so out on this. Yeah. They're so, like, I cannot believe you're doing yeah, this. This dads... is stupid. And the dads were just awesome this year. Yeah. This season. Um. Speaking of good dads, let's oh. just let's just talk about Ivan. Oh my god. Hands down, without a doubt, Ivan's was the best all around. I love so even Chris Harrison was like, Ivan, your mom is like my favorite mom. Yes. Well, Ivan's date from beginning to end was perfect. So they did like a cooking at home kind of thing with some of his like So with some Filipino food. Yes, Filipino food. I made the Lumpia. Did you? For Thanksgiving. Oh, that's what you made? Yeah. It was I made oh three god. Filipino because I did a Filipino yeah. Thanksgiving this year. And I made three dishes, and that was one of them. And it looked like on the like recipe video they were doing, yeah, that they had the banana ketchup with it too. Oh, really? What it looked like. Look, I'm not a Filipino food expert, but that looked like some nanny catch. Oh my god! So for those of you who don't know, which is probably everyone, um, Evan does not do traditional Thanksgiving food on Thanksgiving. He and his mom and grandma do like a different 
cuisine. Yeah, we just every pick year. a different country and, and make their food each year. And not Thanksgiving food. How long have you been doing that for? This is the third year. So it's a relatively new okay. tradition. But you're not none of you are really that into Thanksgiving foods. They might be, but you're really out I'm, on I'm out on I'm out on it and they gave up on cooking. They're like, we don't want to cook anymore. So this is the new vibe. And so Evan cooks fun little different cuisines and Anyway, so they did a cooking at home, and Taisha over and over and over kept saying how into this date she was. She's yes. like, this is perfect. This is perfect. This because is also like a very Evan date, too, I will say. It was such an Evan date. I'm watching it like this could literally be Evan. And what I loved I was because taking notes. I bet you were. And what I loved about it, which this is what I say to you every single week, is that Taisha was like, I like this date because this was real. Picking Like cooking a meal together in our home. Like, that is literally what I'm going to do with the person I am with. Yeah. So I liked that it was a legitimate, real date and something that kind of let them connect on a level that would continue past the show. Yeah. And then we see, or we meet his parents, and we talked a little bit earlier. Freaking Team Clarence. Ivan's dad, though. Just full of wisdom. Oh, my full God. Of I love Ivan's dad. Um. And he took a big risk coming out there. He has pulmonary fibrosis, and that's, yeah. I mean, if he gets COVID, that's like kind of a death It's real sentence. bad. Yeah, it's real bad for him. Um, but so, Clarence, wow. Yeah. Loved Clarence. He's Honestly, awesome. if he wasn't married, I would say Clarence should be the next Bachelor. Right? Imagine that. That would be wild. Are they still doing the senior I forgot bachelor? about that. I haven't heard anything about that. I bet COVID put a put a. Oh, I'm sure. Pin in I put that a huge one. pin in that. But Clarence was just so cool, and like the advice he was giving was like, I mean, he even was talking about um, Ivan and saying like i think they make a good match and i certainly don't want to get ahead of myself here but yeah. you know they just make a good match and i'm like yeah. god he's so reasonable yeah and so level-headed even and, and the mom too was a great spokesman or spokeswoman for i agree for ivan too so i just think like the package yes. of clarence and whatever his mom's name was i'm all in on ivan and i just uh, he's great his Ivan's family's great. great he's great and then and then oh and then oh god ivan his brother the whole time he's talking about his brother and his brother who had gone to jail for several years and how that was like his his top inspiration and his best friend and how he wished his brother was there. And then lo and behold, his freaking brother walks in the door. Did you cry? Of course I cried. And Ivan's crying and Tasha's crying and the parents are crying and I'm crying and Evan's crying and we're all crying. And it was it was just so nice. It was just such a nice moment because that meant so much to him to be able to have his brother first of all there in general and then also to have his brother meet Tasha. and shout out to ivan's parents again for when the brother was like hey you had to put up a lot of like a lot of my stuff and his parents were like we're a family that's what family does like i Which don't is know a very fast and furious thing too oh jeez, it was um, just so nice it was just all so nice it really was and you've been you've been watching this longer than i have that to me felt like the most almost real world thing in a hometown like i don't think you see stuff like that on this show ever you see like someone's friend surprise them at the bar they're going to or something but nothing like that i I mean mean, that was wild the the brother and i don't like i'm not saying this is a joke or anything like he actually reminds me of a wire character yeah i've never seen the wire but you said this in the way like you you look at him and you assume one thing he begins talking and then it's like oh this guy like knows his shit and is incredibly smart well and that's yeah evan and i were texting about this earlier and i was i was like it's a classic example of like why you can't judge a book by its cover because if you listened to gabriel was his name right yes i mean he is super smart and the way he just speaks so intelligently like 
dude is it's super funny, smart. It's, it, yeah, it's it's. Which if is cool. you listen to what he's saying, like he's really smart. Yeah. And I don't know. I just really liked him. Yeah. No, I was a fan. I Gabriel would, for Bachelor. <laughs> I was just gonna say, man, what if we just get Ivan's whole family as Bachelor? In. The mom is Bachelorette. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> the first family Bachelor show where they all are on it. That would be wild. Can you even imagine? I can't. I would love that. The final. So anyway, hometown. Ivan, get, no, okay, Ivan yeah. gets his hometown. Tasha's really into it. He tells him how important it was and how she saw it his brother and how cool it was. I will say, I, of all the hometowns that she had, she seemed maybe the least like into Ivan during the time. I think, I think she sees Ivan as like a safe choice. I think she sees Ivan as more of like a sweet friend. Yes. Like, I think she might... I think her feelings for Ivan is that he's such a great guy and he's so sweet. Mm. But I think it, I think he's a sweet friend. I don't think he's her husband. Correct. Yeah, or yeah. her fiance or her boyfriend. I think he's just a pal. Yeah. Which is going to break my heart. It is. Because Ivan, Ivan's it's my number one guy. going to break all of our hearts. Your number one guy. Oh, no. Had a rough go. Oh. So before we even talk uh. about Ben, yeah. I want to talk about Chef Antonio yeah what what the heck who is that okay first of all homegirl's been on top chef for two seasons she's she's a ringer on guys grocery games she's on food network tournament of champions like she's a bona fide celebrity chef there was no indication of how like the of, of her status as this celebrity chef i didn't you know barely, that at all you barely understood the context of how she knows ben how does and she I know And I don't know ben. how she knows Ben. She's so a family I, friend. So I'm sure you looked into it. I know he, I think he like owns or is a trainer at the gym that she goes to. Okay. And also a couple other chefs, Brooke Williamson being the, one of the other ones, um, like train at this gym too. And like, I, I couldn't believe my eyes that <sighs> Chef Antonia was, because I love Chef Antonia. And, you can't tell. Evan's super into chefs and cooking and cooking shows and. And like there was no acknowledgement as to yeah I had no idea who, who she that was. was and I couldn't I saw you tweeting about it and I was gonna ask it broke my brain to see her and to like be so casual about the whole thing exactly interesting it was so bizarre interesting well I have a lot to say about the Ben date so I want to talk about Chef Antonia no, <laughs> so a lot to say about the Ben also date. last year I did have one oh more thing God. about Chef Antonia yes she is um. Her and rapper Heavy D have a child together. What? Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? There's so many crazy Chef Antonia facts, and this is just another one to add to the list that she was in The Bachelorette. Okay, interesting. And I actually DM'd her last night to try to get her on the podcast, and she wow. hasn't answered me. So maybe she will. Stay tuned. Hopefully, she's listening. So the Ben date. Um, he. Pre- tended they were in Venice Beach. They did a little rollerblading, like a juice bar. They went to like a sunglasses hat store whatever mm-hmm. honestly again as i said this whole thing was such a stretch like the fake hometown dates the whole thing was just so weird i get it and they did what they could but the whole thing was just so weird to me um but okay so ben's sister which we all know he's talked very openly about his suicide attempts and his and some other issues of his past and how his eating disorder and how his sister was like the person who got him through it and how that was really important to him um and I think I think Taisha was really hard on Ben. 
and kept saying that like I'm, I'm always dragging stuff out of Ben he won't open up he won't open up and I would argue that Ben has opened up more than almost anyone on this show ever in the history of the entire world he opened so, up big time I mean dude is talking ago. about his eating disorders yeah he's talking about his suicide attempts from like a year ago I mean Dude is opening up about stuff that no one would blame him if he did not say on camera ever. Mm-hmm. And he's been really open about that. So I think it is absolutely absurd that Taisha is saying that she has to pull stuff out of Ben and that he hasn't opened up. Now, I understand that he wouldn't, that he's having a hard time saying, I love you, and maybe he, articulating his feelings was, she was having a hard time. Pull out the L word. And other people were saying, I'm falling in love with you and I'm falling for you and whatever, whatever. I just, I, I just think it's i was kind of in shock a little bit because i think that ben and Tasha have one of the absolute best connections of anyone on the show and i think she was too hard on him and what's crazy is that he knew he had to say it and he even said like he, he acknowledged that fact with chef antonia right. and it was which then maybe makes me wonder if like maybe it wasn't right because like if it was right it would be easier. He could have said it like that. It shouldn't have been quite so hard for him to say it. If he could say it to his sister and he was feeling it and he knew it. And then when push came to shove, he, he couldn't say it. Even he said like, I didn't even know it was love till my sister like pushed me to it. Yeah. So while I think Taisha was tough on Ben, I also wonder if maybe that wasn't, that was maybe the right move only because it seemed like, Maybe he wasn't super sure. Maybe he wanted it more than it existed. Yeah, and I feel like the edit kind of breezed through that whole. I don't know. Their date to me seemed faster than everyone else's. It did. It it absolutely did. And they didn't even let Chef Antonia speak to Tasha. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she really did. They probably just cut it. I just wanted more Chef Antonia time. So I don't know. Like I just feel weird about the whole Ben date, and I just think it was unfair to say that he hasn't opened up. Like, yeah. yeah, he didn't say I love you, but he literally, but like some people also by sharing that deep, super deep, dark stuff, like is a way of expressing love yeah. to someone and they're comfortable sharing that with you too. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's not super fair to be like, oh, well he gets to go, he has to go home because he didn't say this magic phrase that I wanted. Yeah. Heading into the rose ceremony, who did you think was going to be? Ivan. I thought Ivan was going to go home. So I thought it was going to be Zach, Brendan, and Ben. I, The people that were in the room watching it with me all said Ivan. Just to be a contrarian, I of said uh, Ben. Because I was like, they're they're really playing this up that he didn't say, yeah. I love you to her. And he even like said it to Chris Harrison. And Chris yeah. Harrison was like, did you tell her that? And he was like, I'm about to. And then he's like, good luck with that like he knew but like did i what i have to wonder is like did ben not tell her because he was nervous about physically saying it or did he not tell her because he wasn't 100 percent sure that that's what he wanted to say i don't know i'm just that's only a question ben can answer so ben or maybe he can't we're here come talk to us we love you you're great (laughs) i love you ben i know i still love bachelor too i great i think the same thing i think ben would be a great bachelor i just i just love him you know we talked about this maybe last week i think just the scheduling is going to be a little chaotic because like right, with we're Matt off on the, the cycles bachelor. and everything. I will say though, absolutely. If I was going to go on someone's season of the bachelor, I would go on Ben's in a heartbeat. Like I love go on Ivan's too. I know. I'm just saying if I had and to pick Brendan's. one person, I love all of them. Yeah. I'm just saying if I had to pick one, it would be Ben. I, I'm still not crazy about Zach. 
Like, he's my least favorite of the bunch. This but- is so stupid, but, like, I'm not that crazy about Zach. But, like, if Taisha feels it, then there must be something. Right, and, like, yeah. I feel like I trust Taisha. I don't know. The, the more we see him, the more I think he's a righteous dude. And I feel like about Zach is I, f- I mean, I feel like they're all genuine. But I think with Zach being older... He's a little more strong. He comes on a little stronger, and I think it's because he's older. Perhaps. I think he's like kind of how, not the dramatics, but like how Claire was, where mm-hmm. he's like, no, I, I know. I'm good. I know what it is. I know what I want. Like, we're yeah. good. I don't know. Potentially. It's just um, It makes me sad knowing that the three left are all in absolutely amazing, incredible guys, and like two of them have to be heartbroken. Yeah. And we have to watch it and be sad with them. And then, uh, is it correct that there are two episodes again next week? Yeah, so next week is a two-night finale. Oh, boy. Four more hours of, of Voucher Content, and then the season will be over. Yeah. And then we'll be chilling for, like, a week, and then Matt's season starts yeah. January 4th, and then hopefully we'll be back on a regular schedule. So the very next episode is probably going to be Fantasy Suites. So Monday will be Fantasy Suites and down to two, and then we'll, she'll probably eliminate one and then tuesday will be finale the finale and the after the final rose yeah so tuesday without a live audience for the first time ever a little scheduling conflict for me it's when the nba starts so i'll be watching i'll be watching the finale on wednesday morning if you could see how much i'm rolling my eyes look i gotta get my chicken wings and in my i understand that but it's literally the finale it's literally the final look if there's one thing i love more than Oh. Bachelor franchise stuff. That's a couple things a little more, but <laughs> basketball is definitely one of them. We know. So cooking and basketball, Chef Antonia and basketball. Chef Antonia and basketball. Um, any any predictions? Ha- has anything changed? For- I think Zach's gonna win this whole thing. I still feel like it could be Brendan too. I think it- Ivan's gonna go home after Fantasy Suites, and I think it's gonna be Brendan and Zach, and I think it could be anyone's game. I- it, it looks more like Zach to me from, like, the previews. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be, like, shocked if it's Brendan. Yeah. I think everyone has a good chance. I hope it's Ivan. Fingers crossed. Ivan's the one I think it's the least chance of it's going to be, but I do like Ivan a lot. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's 12.34. It's time to go to sleep. We're <laughs> we're not going to do the roses. I know, I know you guys want to hear them. I'm about to fall asleep. If you want to know him, please DM Evan and he'll be happy to share some I'll, of his I'll with give, you. I'll give you a personal, like, made-up rose if there you, we go. If you do that. There um, we go. Good idea. Hit us up on them, on them Snapchats, on them LinkedIn's. Okay, so BatchPleasePod at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email and at BatchPleasePod at Twitter and Instagram. So thank you for listening. And next week, the finale, four more hours until the season ends. And we'll be back to chat all about it. Good night. Bye. Bye.